so uh i guess look i have no idea i'm going to to go into this probably in a different way than you are um i am assuming i'm gonna go out of my way i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take a limb here i'm assuming you've seen one maybe two indiana jones movies before this I vaguely remember watching some of part two. Sorry, I don't remember. I don't remember Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't really remember uh, what's it called. The it was Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, The Last Crusade. I vaguely remember The Last Crusade. I vaguely remember the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. I just don't remember the films. Any of them? You? I've seen all of them. I remember them. Oof. So does that so, make it worse or does that make it better? Yes and no. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. So my my favorite in the movie is three. It's Last Crusade. Like to me, that's that's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um people hate uh Crystal Skull. I think it's fine. It just wasn't necessary. And this this is gonna go on a similar route, sadly. Ugh. I like how they kind of wrote off uh, Shia LaBeouf's character, though. Because they killed him off? Uh, just to not have to explain it? Just completely offhandedly, also. They don't even like give him like an on-screen death. Uh, he's an offhanded remark, like, oh, if you could go back in time, what would you change? I would tell my son not to enlist because he would kill him. And it would destroy his parents' marriage. Like, that really would you change? It's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Um all right. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about one thing though before we start. So the, the Indiana Jones theme song, uh the the score made by made by John Williams, probably one of the most famous movie scores of all time. Do you think it's in the competition to be like in the top three, maybe? I think it is because the only other movie score that I can think of that's like very like distinct would be Jurassic World or sorry Jurassic Park and Star Wars. And I hate the fact that two out of those three are by Spielberg. Um Spielberg and Williams. I think Williams did all three of them though. Shit, really? Yeah, pretty sure. Fuck, he is the most directed he's the most decorated composer of all time. Who the fuck is Hans Zimmer then? Hans Zimmer? Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's let's take a moment. Let's let's compare the two. You know what? Might as well. We have the time. All right, who are you who are you who are you gonna research? And I'll research the other. All right. No, I got I got the two of them here already. Um, All right. Uh, wait one second. All right. All right. Let's put John Williams and uh, and uh, Hans Zimmer. And Hans Zimmer together. Um, so Hans Zimmer has done the music to The Lion King, Dune, Gladiator, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Dark Knight Trilogy, Inception, Man of Steel, Interstellar, and a good chunk of the uh, of the James Bond movies. Uh, he also did the music to most Tim Burton movies, mm-hmm. and uh, oh no, wait, that, that's Danny Elfman. Sorry. That's uh, my mistake. Uh, John Williams did the music to uh, Jaws, 
E.T., Star Wars, the Superman uh, original movies, the Harry Potter movies. Uh, oh, what else? Um, Indiana Jones, Lost in Space, he did the music to Gilligan's Island. But, oh, I forgot, Hans Zimmer did the opening music to The Simpsons. So, who wins here? And shit, I kind of want to say Hans Zimmer in this, in this situation. It's just because of Harry Potter. No, I was going to say, like, I will give you that, uh, that uh, Williams has done, like, possibly the top three, like, most well-known soundtracks with star wars uh like we all know the star wars soundtrack we yeah. all know the jurassic park soundtrack when you first see the dinosaurs now we all know indiana jones but also now i'm thinking about it all those movies star white dudes that get played on repeat non-fucking-stop on cable television whereas i think Hans zimmer has more uh, oh yeah! Oh right. yes, Harry Potter. Harry Potter famously for including a lot of lot of not white hey, people. Simpsons. Arguably, possibly the most like financially successful franchise. If it's going for thirty years consistently, and like <laughs> constantly like making money every fucking year, come on. Uh, yeah, and yes, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I'll give it that. I don't know. I think quality over quantity, but the quantity is also pretty qualitative. I don't know. Well, speaking of quality over quantity. That's how I Deanna Jones hide. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. I'm Eddie. And this is a review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And this is the rollback. A legend will face his destiny. Finding himself in a new era, approaching retirement, Indy wrestles with fitting into a world that seems to have outgrown him. But as the tentacles of an all-too-familiar evil return in the form of an old rival, Indy must don his hat and pick up his whip once more to make sure an ancient and powerful artifact doesn't fall into the wrong hands. So this is movie number five in the Indiana Jones movie series. This is the first movie not directed by Steven Spielberg, instead directed by uh, James Mangold, who did uh, Walk the Line, Girl Interrupted, Ford versus Ferrari, uh, Logan, and now um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So uh, this brings back Harrison Ford. Uh, and brings in some new characters played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, John Rhys-Davis, Toby Jones, uh, Broyd Holbrook, Matt Mickelson, and Antonio Banderas. And that's the cast. This is the movie. This is the story. And I wanted to mention Matt Mickelson, who plays the villain, because I wanted to make fun of the fact that you said his name wrong on the video review. You Matt called McKinsley? him Matt McKinsley or something. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I know um, him. I know him. I know him as other Anthony Hopkins. All right, that's how I know. Him. Oh, because because of uh, Hannibal. Yes. Yeah. Also, uh, he God. was like the third best Bond villain of the Daniel Craig era. It was pretty good. It was in Casino Royale. Yeah. Remy Malek, 
Uh, ugly mo- no, not ugly motherfucker number three. Um, Javier Bodega? Bodem? Bardem. Bardem, thank you. Javier Bardem. <laughs> Again, you I didn't know even try. Really- I know them by their movie names. I know them by their movie names, okay? I know him as the crazy bastard from No Country for Old Men, okay? So you can say Anton Sugar, but you cannot say Javier Bardem. Yes, yes. So it goes, it goes, uh, it goes Freddie Mercury. It goes Anton Sugar, right? Then it goes to Hannibal Lecter. And then, what's the bad guy in the fourth one? Uh, Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, Third rate Nazi, Christoph Waltz. And then, God, does anyone remember the bad guy from the second one? Was it Batista? No. No, that was, that was the, the third one. That was the third no, one. that was the fourth one. I'm sorry. That was Skyfall. I'm not yeah, Skyfall. Uh, so, uh, Spectre. So who was the villain Inspector? No, that was that, that was Christopher Waltz. Yeah, that was third that was a uh, third uh, Nazi. That was Christopher Waltz. Right. But anyway, okay. uh that should just show you how off topic we're gonna get with this goddamn film. Uh, yeah, maybe it's better if we keep it short. Um, so Indiana Jones, you're I'm a fan. Like I, I like the Indiana Jones movies, but I like I'm like somewhere in the middle. Like I like I, I like one, uh, two. I think is fine. I think it's good. I think it's grown more in popularity because of uh Kwan, who made it uh made the movie very charming, and then now he grew up to be you know an Oscar winner and everything. And then uh, and then we have uh. Last Crusade, which I think is the best one. I love the movie. I love the relationship he has with his father. And I love that it. Li- the movie literally ends with them riding horses into the sunset. Like, that's while the credits roll. It's that's literally perfect. the perfect ending. It's the ending. Like, yeah, it, and it's it's wonderful. So to me, third is perfect. Uh, for the fourth one, Crystal Skull, I don't think it's as bad as people make it up to be. I, I, I just think people got, like, way more snobby. I think if you like the second one, you're going to like the fourth one. I think it's equally as good. But then we have this, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the the final, final movie. Now, they say Harrison Ford says this is his last time donning the uh, the hat and the whip and the jacket. Uh, and we have uh, new characters. Uh, we bring in Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who I adore. I adore Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I, I love her show Fleabag. Uh, she's super funny. She's so charismatic. I think she's... Uh, just, just wonderful, and uh, and I've liked her in everything that he that she, uh, that that I've seen her in. Uh, matter of fact, she wrote the screenplay to uh, to No Time to Die. Uh, Wait, what? She wrote the screenplay to No Time to Die. Did she write this one? No. no Thank no. God. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say. Wait a second. Yeah. The the catharsis in that film was amazing. What the yeah. fuck? How she? How did she drop the ball this hard? No, no, she she didn't wrote this. Um, she just she just played uh, Indy's uh, goddaughter. Yeah, goddaughter. Yeah. Uh, she's good. I think she's good in the movie. She's as good as they let her be. But I think she's super funny. She's super charismatic. I think she should have been allowed to do a little bit more. Um, and there's a rotating cast of characters. Toby Jones is in the beginning of the movie who plays uh, her dad. Antonio Banderas comes in and for like 10 minutes and then dies. Uh, Boyd Holbrook plays the character that Boyd Holbrook always plays, which is a guy trying to kill someone. And uh, Matt Mickelson plays the villain, which if you're going to have a villain, you might as well have it be Matt Mickelson. He's kind of tailor-made for that. Yeah, um, first off, Waltz, I feel like I'm the go-to villain. If you want a foreign yeah. villain, 
with like an accent. There you go. Which is funny because they never give him like an actual accent. This is really like, this man is Danish. They never give him a Danish accent. They they made <laughs> him like what German in this? They I made think? him Nazi. That's what they did. A Nazi, they made him Nazi-ish. Yeah. And yeah. I love Yeah. What? No, go, go ahead, go ahead. You know about the the Harrison Ford and punching Nazis joke? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I love the fact that they have him punching more Nazis. I really appreciated that. Even though look, we're in the middle of the Cold War, fuck the Nazis. Yeah, always fuck the Nazis. So look, do I did did I love this movie? No. Did I have fun watching an icon of cinema punch Nazis in the face? Of course I did. Of course. Um, but I but, don't know about the rest of the movie. It's a long ass movie, you know. It, you know, there are movies where it, I found out it was going to be a long movie, and I sit in my seat, and then time just passes by. There are portions of this film that I want to say could be cut and be fine. The crazy thing is, is that I think this movie should have been longer in a certain part. But we'll get to that. Okay. Um. um I was falling asleep in a couple of seats, man. Jesus. Did you go after work or what? No, it was a it was a day off, but we went kind of late. So um so yeah. No. No, I call bullshit. Um but okay, so let's let's talk about the opening train scene from beginning to end. Yeah. Harrison Ford looked freakishly good in that opening train scene. Like for the de-aging effects. Yeah, I thought they were the best they could possibly be, especially because they were smart in the way that they shot it with all the shadows and stuff to hide it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, we've come a long way in the the aging thing. I think the best that the de aging thing has looked is uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Captain Marvel. Like to me, that is the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Like he looked fucking uncanny in that one. Um, this one, I don't think it's bad. Uh, the actor that they used to play young Indiana Jones is uh, Anthony Gruber, who has been doing this like impressions. Who his face just like kind of morphs into young Harrison Ford when he does the impression, and he can do the voice and everything. And he played a young Harrison Ford in, th- in this movie called The Age of Adeline. Um, so we know that he can oh, play. Yeah. yeah. So he was like the right choice, but. The thing is, is that I know he can do the face. I know he can do the voice. I found that the aging thing kind of unnecessary at that point because while mm-hmm. it did look good and like, yeah, the shadows and everything, you know what did not look good? The what? voice. They left old Harrison Ford's voice coming out of young Harrison Ford body. Could you and tell he, though? I couldn't. I could. It, he felt uh, out of breath. He felt like growly, like. He, he always had that kind of voice, but he, it feels more now. So it I understand they wanted. I understand they wanted to show off. You know, they got that Disney money. You know, might as well, might might as well use it. But I don't know. It it it, it didn't felt perfect to me. Are you looking What's up Anthony Gruber? <laughs> yes, actually, I am. <laughs> also, I'm looking at this movie's box office, and I know, I know, but the Flash, but like. Jesus. Like, my movie was not that expensive. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, my movie was not that expensive. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the opening scene, I like how I like how they placed us at the begin at the end of another adventure. Like, that's the third act for a different film. 
Oh yeah, definitely. And I like, love yeah. that. I, I love that. That 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 whole concept. No, like it did feel like uh like kind of like uh it was very much fan service and and not not in a bad way, you know. Of course, you it, it's been a few years. You kind of need a scene like that and so I, I was sitting down, and then to my left was my family, like my direct family. And then to my right, there was this elderly couple, maybe like in their 60s, maybe. Yeah. And the man in the couple was so, was in was in fucking heaven watching this movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can tell this man was like Indiana Jones fan for like, I don't know for how long, but he looks so excited to be there. And when the movie started and like they take off the bag of his face and they show like young Harrison Ford, like he said it out loud. He was like, how did they do that? Like, oh. like it came out. <laughs> came out. That's nice. That's yeah, of nice. course Come it's on. nice. Of course it's nice. I can, but I feel like in Disney's head, that's the reaction that we're all going to have. And, uh, yeah, which I mean, I mean, it's glad. I mean, I mean, he looked like he was having a a, a good time. Um, but yeah, but he like, I love that he like he said it out loud. He was like, "How did they do that?" Like as if he like stood up and like put his hands in his like hips. Like, <laughs> when are they gonna explain how they did that? I want to do that. Like, do you, you know, know? Honestly, I'm glad. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a phrase that you always use on me. Yeah, I I didn't love this movie, but I'm glad someone else really did. And I knew, of I knew course. for those uh, the old eddies, the old fucks, the old nerds, uh, <laughs> they're gonna watch this movie and they're gonna be transported back to a moment of their youth, if only for a moment, you know. Because this franchise is what almost forty years old. Like, the first one came out in what the late eighties, late eighties or, or no wait early eighties, I think. So it's been forty years. So imagine yeah. what what franchise uh, is popular. Imagine if we see Deadpool five in forty years. God, I hope not. <laughs> hey, if anyone can do it, it's Ryan Reynolds. But you, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. holy shit! Like, imagine. Um, so, like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad. Is that nostalgia pop that you were always wanted? Of uh, course. Is that is that is that how you felt when you saw John Cena come in on Money in the Bank last weekend? Uh, I felt more aged when I saw John Cena because I remember, <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because I remember when I used to look at him and I didn't see that many fucking uh, uh, crow's feet, that many like, wrinkles. It's like, god <laughs> damn it, what has age done to him? What's it gonna do to me? And and look, he looks like that, and he's got that DC money, so even then, yeah, so imagine yeah. what we're gonna do. We're peasants, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh I was yeah, gonna ask you about that because I I, I saw that that uh, sorry I'm 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 going no, like, you're good. I you're saw good. I, I saw the John Cena thing like two days after it happened. I was like I I'm wondering if you saw that live. Like I didn't catch that part live. I caught the end of the pay per view live, and I caught the John Cena part of a rewind. Okay, they might do WrestleMania in London. We'll see. Uh, WWE is still run by bastards, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, okay. So we so this movie opens like in like the middle of a third act, like an action sequence. I honestly liked all of it. I liked the train fight. I liked how they were trying. They thought they found the spear of Christ, and then he's like, "Forgery, son of a bitch." Uh, yeah. I love all of that. I love the fact that he didn't find what he was looking for. But then we get introduced to I'm not going to pronounce the name correctly, the Dial of Destiny, because I'm I can't fucking pronounce Archimedes bullshit machine um 
but I can't say that on Destiny. So we start to hear about it. It's in two pieces, and to do it, you need to. I'm sorry, it's in three pieces, and you need to assemble all three pieces for it to work. Uh, to tie to find the time fissures, which in most films, I think people would criticize it of like, oh, they're just spoon feeding us the information. But I think in an Indiana Jones film, they're just having a conversation. That's just education. How the fuck do they want you to find out? Someone like says it at knife point while they're being tortured? Like, no, like give them that. The the writing of this film was not that bad, at least not yet. Um but yeah, I actually really did enjoy the the opening act, the whole train fight, the adventure. Uh again, Nazis being getting the shit kicked out of them because whether you're a proud boy or a Nazi, because they're the same thing, you, you deserve to get punched in the face. Yeah. Um Look, uh, I like how they introduced this uh, this this whole situation. I like how Matt Mickelson's character is introduced. Like, I like how they show from the start that he's almost possessed by the dial. I mean, not literally possessed, but like he 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 longs for it. Like he pines for that shit. Like, yeah. uh, like he like he will take any moment to talk about it. And uh, I like how they show that this thing is not cursed, but it will cause an obsession because it did also for. Uh, Toby Jones's character, uh, who becomes obsessed with him, uh, almost to the point where he can't even raise his daughter, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 give it this: this movie does not feel like uh, like Indiana Jones passed by the Marvel filter or Indiana Jones passed by I don't know the Star Wars filter. Like it feels like another Indiana Jones movie. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of him just uh, flying on planes. There's a lot of him. Uh, um, putting away his stuff on a suit. On, on a suit, there's a lot of him, uh, whipping stuff. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Indiana Jonesisms in this thing. In not in a way that feels like fan servicey or that only the people that grew up watching it will understand it. There are some scenes, but they're they're not all of them. It really does feel like a new chapter, and and that's okay. It's not like the Force Awakens, you know. Uh, and I like The Force Awakens, but it's it, it, I, I'm glad that it feels like another Indiana Jones movie and not a, a refry of like everything that we've seen before. If I'm not mistaken, um, I remember you mentioning that Indiana Jones was the last character that Harrison Ford actually enjoyed playing. Am I right? Yeah. Which, uh, you think that made this movie hurt a little more? No, I think he's happy with the results. I don't think he would have joined in if he didn't like what they offered him. And I don't think Lucasfilm would have done this movie without him. Like, period. Well, well Disney, and I mean, when we get to the conclusion, I'll drop all the knowledge that I know about the aftermath of this film. But um, I don't think you can do indie without uh, without Harrison Ford. Like, there's no version. They tried to do a TV show, and with young Indiana Jones, that didn't work. Um, yeah. Even though Harrison Ford actually showed up for like two episodes, um, so yeah, no, you need Indy, and luckily they Harrison Ford is still up for doing it. You know, obviously he couldn't do all of his own stunts like he used to. Uh, not so fun fact: Did you know he broke his back in the Temple of Doom? Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, that they, they had to film for seven weeks with the stunt double. Like, oh, and God. and you can and you can tell. Um, really. Yeah. Uh, even then, like, I mean, it's the 80s. You know, there, yeah. there's just some parts. Uh, my main thing with this is that um, 
this is very much a hey we have the property we have the money let's do it like we can pay harrison whatever he wants i mean clearly he's i mean he's done like the like you saw that he's going to be in the new captain america movie right like he's going to be the president of the united states i thought it was going to um, be thunderbolt ross he's going to be both and uh what thunderbolt ross is the president yes so uh so they asked him like like hey do you think you do you think you're gonna turn into the red hulk in the in the new movie and he went like the fuck are you talking about like <laughs> like fuck Who? you mean like like i don't care like like the fuck you mean the red hulk but when he talks about indiana jones like he's so passionate about it like he, you can tell that he would have done he would have moved to heaven and earth to like not make make this movie stop if he wasn't like cast as indiana jones yeah and uh so it makes sense i understand why the money was spent i understand why the movie was made i just think that it's not it's just not a great movie it's it's not it's fun it's fine uh it's gonna look really odd when you buy the box set and this one just feels like kind of it's just it's just the ending to to uh so let's go say this so perfect. Uh, now this movie doesn't ruin anything about Indiana Jones. It doesn't ruin anything to the legacy. It doesn't like. On the contrary, I kind of like that the ending is a little quiet. I like that the ending is just him reconciling with his wife in his kitchen and just like having like a little moment with her. Like I like that they that, that we have a moment like that. Um, but. This movie doesn't feel like a fifth part, like a fifth adventure. It feels like an epilogue. Okay, so uh, so yeah, I like that it has like a quiet ending, but again, this doesn't feel like a fifth part. It doesn't feel like Indiana Jones Part 5, the fifth adventure, like bigger thrills. It feels like an epilogue. Uh, and it's so long. It's too long. Uh, I understand why this movie exists on paper in theory. I just, I don't love the execution. Well, okay, so we jump, so we go from Nazi era Harrison Ford to 1969 Harrison Ford, where I I love the juxtapose of Harrison Ford's old school, like, archaeologist shit to new age space age stuff, which um, that was a big conflict in, in, in the cultural zeitgeist at the time, you know, out were the cowboys, in were the spacemen, you know, much like Toy Story, for example. That was a thing, like out with the with the archaeologists and the old shit, in with the spacemen and the aliens. Um, you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking actually when I was watching that scene in the movie. Yeah, I was thinking like I was because like when he's retiring and he goes to like the the school's party for him. Yeah. Like I was waiting for like one of the teachers to be like two words, old man, Sputnik. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, actually that was really funny though, but. <laughs> But like, oh, also, goddamn, that party was depressing. Happy retirement. It's a bunch of old fucks, and it's just there's some young people there, and you just want to tell them run, run now while you can. No, uh, I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So modern day, he gets visited by wombat. Uh, what's Me- Helena? I'm sorry. He gets Helena. visited by Helena. And uh, she asks him about the rare artifact for the Battle of Destiny. He ends up giving it to her, thinking that he can trust her, which, I mean, yeah, no shit, you can trust her. Um, and then 
like a weird CIA slash covenant like comes after them. Just weird. Yeah. Uh which I didn't hate any of that. Like of course the CIA would murder people and like pretend like it didn't happen, like it's no big deal. Of course they would. Um yeah. and and folks for anyone questioning, yes, unfortunately, Nazis did help us get to space. Unfortunately, yes, Nazi scientists <sighs> helped get us to space. Um What do you mean? You never got to space. It's a lie. It was filmed. It was made by Kubrick. Which I'm like, it's funny. You see CGI in like the year 1990, and they're like, you was all CGI. Did you see computers at the time? No. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So Artifact <clears throat> goes missing. He goes on a journey to find her. And I really love the fact that like, we're on a globe-trotting adventure. There's a lot of practical effects in this. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you can't CGI. There's a lot of stuff that happens. Like, they recreated that prey. You know what I mean? They recreated um, a lot of big moments when they're in Morocco, when they're in Greece, when they're overseas. All that shit's practical. Like, they're there. With the exception of being in ancient Rome, or, sorry, ancient Syracuse, they're fucking there. And it's nuts, but I love that. I think that's where the budget went. I do, I do think yeah I, I agree I, I do think that that's where the that's where the money went because that scene where they're being chased by the in the in, in the cart that's probably as practical as the, as, as the movie got um and I like that you know like I said this is man I don't have a lot to say honestly like it's just I'm just gonna be repeating the same thing like I understand why this exists it's fine it's fine product it's just not it's not, it's not very engaging. Engaging. But did you, know? you think maybe it was just like a chance to enjoy a bygone era? Because let's face it, like not many movies, not, the only movie I can think of that used this much practical effects was The Force Awakens. And that's saying something. Um, I don't know. I feel like... Puppetry. No, like I've seen... Uh, fuck it. Mad Max Fury Road, I think, had better effects than... Best practical effects and this and Force Awakens, if I'm honest. And that kept me, that was also the return of an old franchise and that had me engaged, you know? And they didn't yeah. even need the original actor to do so. It's just something feels hollow about this movie. And I hate saying that, but it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You, you think it's because Disney didn't do it out of the goodness of the heart? They did it to, for a uh, cash grab? They're like, <sighs> We're rating the old franchises. Might as well bust out one more Indiana Jones film. There's some four still alive, right? Yeah, all right, bust out one more. Can we bust out two? It's hit. All right, just one. It's possible, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm kind of busted with this one. Like I feel like I, the movie gave me kind of nothing to to do with, so I kind of have nothing to say. You know. Yeah. Oh, like, look, you're, you're snoring. What you're snoring while watching this review? Like this review? Like it's just <laughs> not a lot, and that sucks, you know, because th this could have been really good. And uh, I mean, are there some cool cheer? I mean, when that when you first hear the theme coming up when he's on the train, of course it hits you. Of course it works. Like 
it's a fine product. It's just not a great one. And I feel like we've seen the return of previous franchises that turned out amazing, like Mad Max and fuck, even uh, even fucking Bill and Ted, the third one, is amazing. Uh, like, like shit, like what? I don't know what was missing here. I think, one, I think they should have left Phoebe Waller-Bridge just be herself. If, if they were going to let her, if they were going to ask her to be there, like, let Phoebe be Phoebe. Like, she's talented as shit. Uh, Harrison, I think he was given, I think they were all, they're all, they all showed up. I think they were just not given great material. Well, it's crazy because you're right. Uh, the the actress who plays Helena, what's her name again? Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She does not, like, acquiesce at all. She never backs down from forward in the sense of, like, uh, he eats up the scene. No, like, she is fucking present and you will acknowledge her. Um, same thing with Mads. Like, both of, neither one of them feel like background characters. They all feel, like, as important as Indiana Jones. Yes, he is the title character, but it felt like they were all within. And I, I don't know. There's something to be said about that. It's yeah. like poor Christian Bale in The Dark Knight. As much as I love that movie, let's be real here. Who was the star and who was the co-star? <laughs> and I say that loving The Dark Knight. I say that as I love The Dark Knight, but let's go. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, in this movie, I guess... So let's jump forward then. Let's skip the last stuff. Let's get to the third act. What was the scene that you said you wanted to see more of? Uh... When did I say that specifically? You said uh, oh, this the third was act. too long. Yes. 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 Okay. okay. Go ahead. So, all right. Uh, bear in mind, like, there's a great scene in this movie that I wish they would have elaborated more on also, where he says, I don't believe in magic, but I've seen things, things I can't explain. Right? And like that was always force? a shtick. Huh? Like the force? Yes. <laughs> I saw a man made of machine try to kill his own son. He tortured me. He never even asked me questions. Um, but anyway, uh, so he says that. And I think that's because the first three Indiana Jones films had like a thin layer of like magic to them, but they never went overboard, right? Like like voodoo, but not like world-ending voodoo, right? Uh, Raves of Lost Art. Don't look at it, and it'll kill everyone else, but we'll be fine, right? Bullshit yeah. rules. The Holy Grail, it'll heal your father. He won't live forever, but he'll heal. So, like, little things like that, right? Um, this Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, uh, to quote, nuke the fridge, right? They went, they dove too deep when it came to, like, the whole extraterrestrial, you know, over-the-top uh, sci-fi shit, right? This movie, on the other hand, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it further. They went in the hole. I know. I'm going to say it. They went in the hole. Because they fucking time-traveled to the siege of Syracuse in 212 BC. Um, they did all that. They time-traveled. Fine. Fucking, if you do it, I will go there with you. Uh, they, I'm sure they spent a decent amount of money on practical effects during that battle. Like, I think you can kind of tell. And at the end of it, Harrison, after he's been shot, after he's, he's like, oh, you guys can get back the plane, blah, blah, blah. And he talks to Archimedes and says, can I stay here? And Helena's like, no, fuck you. You're not staying. He's like, just let me stay. Let me die and stay. You got two options at that point, right? 
either one, if he's going to die there, it has to be a hero sacrifice, not an old man wanting to be put down like a dog. Like, it didn't feel like Indiana Jones, because even if I'm not a fan, I can understand the bravado, the the snarkiness, the, the quippiness of Indiana Jones, right? I know enough about him to know his personality. And for him to be willing to just lay down and die like that is very uncharacteristic, meaning it has to be a heroic sacrifice. But instead, he's like, woe me, let me here to die. No. No, either he goes out fighting, and he's like, you guys go, I'll hold them back. But if you go, this is the last thing I can do for you. I wasn't there for you when you were younger, but I can be here now. And have him fight off the Nazis, right? And maybe he lives ancient in 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 syracuse for a little bit and she finds his hat in the tomb somewhere or option b she talks him into it, he's like fuck yeah let's go and they fight and they get back and he decides of his own volition he shows up on the doorstep much like peter b parker did with some flowers uh fucking not mary jane opens the door sees indy with flowers and says we need to work it out and they have that quiet conversation yeah but for him, after all that action, after all that shit, to get punched in the face and then just wake up in his apartment, like, I feel like we skipped five to ten minutes of film. And if you're going to make the film this long, Disney, did you run out of money? Give me the last five minutes of this goddamn film where he either decides to man the fuck up or come to terms with his life. Because you didn't give me either or, and you didn't earn either or. That's my <sighs> that's my that's my beef with the final five minutes of this goddamn film. I was kind of glad when he was knocked out and just woke up at his apartment because I was like, God, I want to go home. I well, go you're home. a poor sport. Well, you're a poor sport. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Uh, was this film a chore for you? Do you feel like this film was a chore for you? Sadly, I'm going to say yes. I I know we don't do it anymore. If we did a top 10 worst movies of the year, would you? Would this be on your top 10 worst? Uh, let me see what I've seen this year. Uh... Uh, yes, but it wouldn't be close to the to one. It would be like nine or eight. What's number one? Now I'm curious. Oh, the White Man Can't Jump reboot remake. Is it that bad? I haven't seen it. It's really bad, especially if you if you're like me and you like the original. Uh, like my bottom, like my bottom movies this year are like White Man Can't Jump, Shazam, Cocaine Bear, Skinny Marink. The Flash, maybe Knock at the Cabin. Uh, like those have been like my least favorite movies this year. Really, Knock at the Cabin? I mean, it's high. It's like ten. It would be like it would be just as a default because I haven't seen that many bad movies this year. That's fair. Neither, neither yeah. way. Yeah, like most of the movies that I've seen this year have been like great. But the movies that I've seen this year that are good are great. Like Spider Verse was great. Suzume was great. Scream Six was great. The fucking Flash was air, amazing. fucking air was great. Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, you know. 
I get you. Oh, shut up. They didn't, they didn't even give you the, the, the right reboot that you wanted in The Flash. Like, don't. I know. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. real quick, before, before we uh, before we end this, uh, yeah. I ordered a special edition of the Blue Beetle Pop, Funko Pop. Oh, nice. Is it, is it like movie uh, Blue Beetle yeah. or is it like comic book? Yeah, language? movie Blue Beetle. Okay. But he has like what the weapon it, out ready to go. What if it sucks? Well, notice Scientologist uh, Tom Cruise already saw Blue Beetle and he said he liked it. Well, he so, said the same thing about The Flash, so... <laughs> Why are you a bad guy, Chema? What did I do to you? What? No, no, blame How DC. How blame you, DC. DC How hurt you. you. DC what did hurt I do to you, you? Chema? What did I DC do to you? DC is the sun. I'm just making you look at it. <laughs> a bird box is a psychopath that's like, kill yourself, do it. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, God. Um, look, oh, I wanted to flesh to. Uh, oh, wait, two, no, two, out of, two out of five stars. Okay, what were you going to say about The Flash? I wanted it to, to be great. I wanted it to be great, okay? I bet you would have loved I... it to have Batgirl in it. Really? Well, I'm down. <laughs> yep. Hey, fuck you. If you can throw me under the bus, I can throw you down with me. Really? Well, I'm single? Really? Like, yes. Really? Elemental, well, yes. Yes, Elemental, oh Elemental, Elemental. <laughs> Oh my god, did I not suffer enough? I had to watch this movie as well. Uh look, uh, I want Blue Beetle to be great, and I want Aquaman to to be over so that we can get the new universe started. Um You know, I actually used your line in uh in uh in the review. And I think it was the yeah. I was like uh today we're reviewing Elemental, aka watching this movie single. It's like being waterboarding. Yeah, it's exactly how it felt. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I am really looking forward to Superman Legacy now. If that if, if that makes you happy, like how come I'm pumped? Uh, because James Gunn fucking cooks. Like that's that's it. Where I yeah. I thought you said you were a little more scared after the Flash. Oh, oh yeah. You know what? Never mind. Uh, I don't know. I read a I read a Superman comic like during this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman Red and Blue. Yeah, oh. and uh, it's good. I liked it. Is that the one where he's held prisoner? No, it's the one where he's like, uh, like his powers get like split in half, and like there's two other ones like running oh. around. Oh, okay, that's one. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's a version of Superman where he gets uh, kidnapped, and it's fucking rough. Yeah. Um... Did you did you saw the the thing I told you the the Mad Adventures with Superman thing? Yeah, maybe he liked it. Yeah, right. It's so it's I don't, I don't know how to it's explain really it, cute. but like it's cute, right? Like it's weirdly cute. It's like strangely cute. Like I'm watching it and I'm like I'm like kicking my feet, twirling my hair, like <laughs> not, I don't, not since I, uh what? No, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Now since Avatar has has the US made a made a show that was so anime that it should be granted <laughs> the status. I mean the two episodes in, but it's pretty fun. Um, I like it so far. I also like how they remix Livewire. Yeah. And uh right. I don't but the only thing that I still don't know how to feel is that Deathstroke, like Slade is in it, but he's voiced by uh Jerry from Rick and Morty, and I cannot take him seriously because of that. 
Wait, what? He was in it? Yeah. Who was he? He showed up, like, at the end. Was he the guy that was fighting Livewire? Yeah. That's Deathstroke? Yeah. Man, they really redid a lot of those characters on Goddamn. Yeah. Well, now I gotta rewatch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice. Um, speaking of Superman, uh, Trevor, do you want to make the announcement? We're gonna launch a new new series. Hopefully, we do do this one this time because we always say we're gonna launch a new series, and then we never fucking do it. Uh, but yeah, we're we're trying to launch this new thing called Rollback Profiles. We're going to talk about like a specific character or a specific, like maybe a filmmaker and just uh, try to have a conversation that's not a review. It's just just trying to talk about like a thing or versions of them that we like and just uh, try to explore and dive deeper because and I wanted to do the first one on, on Superman because we've surprisingly haven't touched the subject a lot. Like the most that we talk about Superman is like when we're talking about Justice League. And like that's it. I think that's the most that we've discussed them. Um, I think so because we started shit when Man of Steel came out. We didn't even have a podcast. Like we didn't even know yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, so it's been. So I feel like it's it's been some time coming. I kind of want to. I kind of want the space to do it. And uh, yeah, look forward to it. I think I think it's gonna be a it's, it's, it's gonna be a fun conversation. Uh, uh, not there won't be any need to like do rankings or or rate or rated it's just just talking about a character that we really like or something um and yeah so yeah so look forward to that um look up to the sky if you if you so please um what would you score indiana jones see like it's not terrible it's not the worst thing i haven't seen it's not harmful it's just it would be if it landed if they had landed that ending Straight yeah. up, it'd probably be like a B plus. Okay, but that's how much the writing matters, though. That that matters. Yeah. Uh. Oh well. Well, that's that's the review. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please look up. Please look forward to our next reviews next week. Next week is Barberheimer week. Oh, next so... week was uh, Mission Impossible. Oh shit! You're right. All right, never mind. We're doing I'm so Mission excited Impossible, for and then the following we're doing Barbenheimer. Hell yeah, I'm so excited. Um, Nick already right. told me I can watch Oppenheimer by myself. I'm fine. <laughs> I have three tickets with AMC for the month, so I'll use two on Barbie for me and her, and one on Oppenheimer. All right, sounds good. Um, oh wait, you you joined like uh, what is it, Ticket Stops or what's it called? I finally did. Yes. Yeah. How is it? Oh, how'd you like it? Uh, I haven't used it yet. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna use it maybe tomorrow or Thursday. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah. All right. So that's uh, it's the review of Indiana Jones. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to just let some things die. It's okay. Unless you can do something, in which case, don't worry. About it. For money. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody.